Hey everyone, welcome back. It's already mentioned in the story, but I'm going to go ahead and mention it here as well. I need to give a trigger warning for the first story for sexual assault, as well as sexual harassment in story number two. I just wanted to let you all know in case some of you want to skip these stories. Also, I'm going to be doing a sponsored segment somewhere in the middle of this video. I know, I know, people don't like it. But, you know, it pays the bills. All that being said, I hope you all have a great weekend, and I'll see you again on Monday. Alright, let's go ahead and get into these creepy stories. And remember, to always stay hungry. Trigger warning for sexual assault. Groping to be more specific. The story is a reminder for women to always be aware of their surroundings no matter what. For context, I'm a 20-year-old female, but I was 18 when this story took place. I was raised by two police officers for parents, and I was always taught to be aware of my surroundings. So looking back at this story, I really feel so stupid for so many of my decisions that I made that I could have easily avoided so many of these outcomes. I hate to say it, but I've had my fair share of stories as a woman because of my body, more on the thicker and curvy side. But this one has always stuck with me, and it's said as a reminder to always be on your guard no matter where or who you're with. I'm from a very popular tourist town in the south, so it's not uncommon to have a lot of people in town on the weekends. My town has always been considered safe, for it's not a bigger city. But that fact alone made me more vulnerable and also naive in this story. I was a senior in high school at the time. Throughout the school day for my fall semester, I had two online classes that I was able to leave campus early for. I also got to do classwork whenever I wanted. So on the Friday of this week, I decided to leave school and go to the local Books A Million to shop for some journals and pencils for school. I have shopped at this Books A Million numerous times before, and I've always felt safe in there. I pulled into the parking lot and I parked on the side of the building for it was the closest space to the front door. As I was parking, I noticed four older men sitting and standing at a bench that was right next to the front door. I walked out of my car and headed to the front door as usual. As I was heading my way inside the store, I looked over towards the group of men and instantly I felt something off. The men looked towards my way, and the way they looked at me made me feel really uncomfortable. One of the men who was about my dad's age, if not older, was looking me up and down as if I was a piece of meat. Red flags were totally going off in my head, but for some reason, I decided to ignore them and just get inside the store. So I walked quicker to the front door. One of the men smiled at me and nodded his head, indicating a hello. Another thing about where I'm from is it's not very uncommon to say hello to people. You would just say hi and move on. So on instinct, that's what I did. I just nodded my head quickly and awkwardly before going inside the store. Looking back, I feel so stupid for doing that. I feel like I just gave them an invitation for what happened next. I went inside the store and I looked around for about 20 minutes at books trying to just forget what had just happened outside and the uneasiness, as well as that retching feeling in my gut. I then finally went over to where the journals were, 
I was looking at the journals when again I felt uneasy. My gut was telling me to get out of the store. Not a few seconds later, I had noticed something dark in my peripheral vision. I turned around and I found the same man from before that was sitting outside. The one that nodded towards me. He was standing right beside me now. He was standing super close to me to the point where I could smell a strong weed stench right off of him. I took a few steps away from him and I just stood there in shock while my gut was screaming at me to get the hell out of there. The man, who looked older than the one looking me up and down from earlier, shoved his hands in his pockets and he then smiled at me in a way that sent shivers down my spine. He looked at me perversely, then said, Hi young lady, I just want to say that you're one fine pretty girl. Do you have a boyfriend? At this point my adrenaline started kicking in, as well as my anxiety. Trying to walk away from the aisle we were in, I muttered, Thank you, but I'm not interested. As I was trying to walk away, he had stepped around me, blocking me in the aisle. Mind you, I'm five foot two, and he was well over six foot tall. He towered over me. He stepped even closer to me, and he got really close to my face, then saying, Don't try and leave now. I want to get to know you. I tried stepping around him again, but only for him to block my path yet again. I decided to lie to get this man to leave me alone. Yeah, I have a boyfriend. Now please, leave me alone. The man didn't even move when I said that. Instead, he got closer to me, then saying, Well, he's going to have to share you with me. You're mighty sexy. As he said this, he then groped the side of my thigh. My anxiety and adrenaline were totally going through the roof at this point. I started to freeze up because I've never been physically assaulted like that before. When adrenaline and anxiety are running wild, that's when the mind works fastest. So that's when the first idea popped into my head. I didn't consider if it would work or not. I just wanted to get out of that situation as quickly as possible. I moved against the bookshelf where there was a slit gap between the man's arm where it was hovering over me. I took my chance and I pushed through the gap and then quickly jogged out of the aisle. I had a shopping bag with journals and pens, so I went to the cashier. The cashier noticed my discomfort and she had started asking if everything was alright, still trying to understand what had just happened. I just told her I have an emergency and I needed to check out quickly. She did just that, and I bolted the hell out of the store, but not before looking inside, and I saw two of the other men walking around the aisle where I had just escaped from the other man. I then very quickly ran to my car, which luckily for me, my driver's side door will unlock automatically whenever I come near it with the keys. I then jumped into my car and locked the door. As I started up my car, my adrenaline was still kicking through my body. I looked at the front door at the bench where the men were sitting from earlier, only to now find an even bigger group of men sitting there. The man that cornered and assaulted me came speed walking out of the store towards my car. At this point, there's no way I was going to stick around to find out what his next actions were. I then quickly backed out and pulled out of the parking lot. I sped my way home, constantly checking my mirrors just to make sure that I wasn't being followed. 
which luckily I wasn't. I took the back way home that has a lot of turns and curves just to make sure. Once I got home, I saw my dad in the driveway doing work on his motorcycle. I got out of my car and he immediately got concerned. I didn't realize until then just how hard I was breathing. He asked what happened and I tried explaining to him only for a jumble of words to come out. He then took me inside and sat me down. I broke down crying. I didn't realize how much fear and anxiety had actually built up inside of my chest. After I calmed down, I explained what happened. My dad contacted an officer to go check out the store, but the men weren't there anymore. There was no real way of telling if they were locals or just tourists. I didn't go back to that books a million though until a couple of months later, with my dad and sister. I do still go there from time to time, but not without the reminder of what happened to me. I know this story may not be as scary as some of the others told, but this was a very frightening experience for me, and I've become even more cautious and way more paranoid whenever I'm in public, whether I'm in my own hometown or somewhere else. Luckily, I haven't seen those men since, and hopefully I never will. To all the ladies out there, please, please, please be aware of your surroundings at all times. I'm lucky that I acted when I did, because I truly feel that if I didn't, something would have happened to me once I left that store. Please be safe. This happened in 2005 when I was 17. One night, I decided to go do some shopping at a Kmart. Yeah, it was back when we still had a Kmart in the North American state I live in, so it was a long time ago. Anyways, I was in the store looking at the clothes when I see this creepy middle-aged guy looking at me awkwardly. I didn't think too much of it, but I still gave him a playful wave and continued my shopping. Ah, I remember it like it was yesterday. So I remember exactly what happened and where in the store I went to. I went to the electronics department to get some new stuff for my PlayStation. Then after I checked out, the same guy from before was right behind me. He asked if I was going home. I told him I was, even though I was actually just going to a friend's house. He then asked me how old I was. I told him I was 17, and he actually had the audacity to tell me I looked really hot for my age. One of the employees actually saw how uncomfortable I looked, as well as the guy being weird to me, and she confronted the guy, saying to him how she's seen him doing this to other customers, and that if he didn't leave the store, they would call the police. That was when he totally flipped out, and eventually left the store. I thanked the woman, and she said she had seen him do it to many other customers before. One other time when I went there, the same woman that helped me with that situation I had with that creepy guy said that he was doing what he did to me to another customer who was only a 13-year-old girl. Then she said when the manager saw it, he called the police, and the same guy was actually a pedophile and a registered sex offender. He was eventually arrested and permanently banned from ever entering that store again. I never saw the guy again after my experience. That store sadly closed down for good one decade later in 2015, but I thank my lucky stars to this day that that woman helped me out of it with that guy. 
Hey everyone, I need to take a brief moment from the stories to thank today's sponsor, ShipStation. I'm sure there's some things in our lives that we wish we could automate. Whether it's doing laundry, shopping for groceries, or even just cleaning up around your room. Well, we live in an increasingly automated world, but some things still require tedious manual work. Luckily, for e-commerce business owners, shipping is no longer a manual task thanks to ShipStation. It's so incredibly easy to use the ShipStation dashboard to manage your orders. One of my favorite things is the free trial and quick setup, as well as their shipping rates. Compared to other companies, you'll truly save so much more with ShipStation. They make it so easy to automate every shipping task for all your orders for every marketplace in just one dashboard. So if you have an online shop, like Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Shopify, or even Instagram, this is perfect for you. Also, you'll get 84% off USPS and UPS rates. Spend more time growing your business when you automate shipping tasks with ShipStation. Go to ShipStation.com and use code CANNIBAL today and sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, code CANNIBAL. When I was in college... I was out and about with my then-boyfriend. We had gone to dinner, and then we went to Walmart to get some typical college foods so we could survive a Sunday in. I was dressed up in a casual dressy fit. We decided to split up while we shopped, maybe to do some quicker shopping, but I don't really remember the exact reason why. I was wandering the grocery aisles when I noticed this girl who looked to be about my age in a friendly manner. We casually smile at each other and continue on shopping. It didn't seem weird at first, but I kept noticing her in the same miles as me and a big muscular man who was never far behind us. Eventually, I texted my boyfriend asking where he was and continued on shopping. The next thing I know, the girl approaches me and she says how she really loves my jacket. I just reply back with, Thanks, it's Maurice's. And I try to move on. She stops me, and she says something along the lines of, Hey, you look like you're my age, and you seem really nice. So I just moved here for a new job and company that my friends and I are starting. And she tried to ask me questions about where I was from. I was very vague and untrusting with what I said, noticing this isn't normal. Then she said, I'm looking for more people like you and I to work for our company. It's kind of a warehouse job, and I would really love for you to be one of our bookkeepers. You should give me your number. I replied back with, That's honestly so nice of you to offer me a job, but I'm not really a desk person, and I already have a job that I love. Aw, oh, that's a real bummer. I thought we might work well together, she said. Well, would you want to give me your number so we can hang out sometime? I would love to have a friend who can show me around the city. I realized that I wasn't getting out of this situation until my boyfriend showed up, or if I gave her my number. Eventually, I had rattled off a fake phone number, and then said, Hey, I'll catch you later. I gotta go. Then I walked away, praying my boyfriend would be near me so we could get the fuck out of there. While I was looking for him and trying to call him, the girl had caught up to me, and had said, Hey, I tried to call you, but it said the number was out of service. 
And as I try to come up with a quick excuse and then say, oh, maybe you typed it in wrong. She saw that my iPhone was unlocked and in my hand. She then quickly snatched my phone right out of my hand and then called herself on it. I was so flustered and mad at her that I'd snatched my phone right back when my boyfriend then came right around the corner. He instantly recognized that something was up and said we needed to go. When the girl saw him approach me, she looked so disappointed to see him and she stopped trying to interact. We ended up not buying anything there and just leaving. Later that night, we had both called our parents and the police. The police said they didn't think it was anything ill-intended, but I was absolutely positive it was probably human trafficking. I was going to switch my phone number because I was so scared. I blocked them, and I turned off all the location access on my phone. I was too scared to go anywhere alone for a while, and I even told my coach so she knew as well. Well, a couple of days later after this, I got a text from a random number. It was the girl. She had sent me a picture of one of my best friends who was out drinking downtown with some of her other friends. The text said, So I met your best friend. She gave me your number because I told her I was looking for new friends. She showed me a picture of you, and I said, What a coincidence. I met her the other day, and I lost her number when I got a new phone. About two minutes later, I got a text from my best friend that said, So I gave your number to some girl who wants to make friends around here, and she's looking for people to join her business. And since I'm going to be moving this week, I thought of you. I totally freaked out. I couldn't believe she was actually with her, and I told her to get away and to not leave alone with her. I stayed up all night totally worried until my best friend got home. She said that she was fine though, Otherwise, I would have gone to pick her up. The next day, my best friend apologized, and she told me to block the number. My friend and her group tried to ditch her, but she kept showing up at the bars they were at. She said the girl was relentless, and had texted her all night trying to get my friend to go hang out at her place. My best friend also said that when she had asked the girl about the business, the girl wouldn't give her that many details, other than the fact that it was a warehouse somewhere that would pay her great and it's in town, and if she wanted a tour, she would have to take her. Well, we never did end up hearing from this girl again. So today I was listening to a podcast, and they had mentioned different sex trafficking tactics. Two were vague jobs, where they say they'll pay you well, but you needed to come meet them to give you more information, as well as a new-to-town girl who desperately needs new friends. I've been thinking about this all morning, and I'm really glad I felt uncomfortable and my friend didn't go with this girl. But I'm mostly really mad at the cops who ignored my concern and said it was nothing. I really hope they rode down the tip that night, but I doubt they did. Okay, so the more that I've thought about this, the more freaked out that I've gotten. So I was at a Home Depot just about a month ago, and there was a group of two men as well as a woman also in the store. It was about 9pm and there weren't that many people left in the store. I had heard one of the men comment that he liked my outfit, and I then said thank you right over my shoulder, and didn't think much of it. I then heard him say something softly to the woman with him, but I couldn't hear what it was. A few minutes later, I walked down an aisle, and there they were. 
When I went to walk past, one of the men stuck his hand out in front of me for me to shake it, also blocking my path. He looked like a fairly normal, average redneck type of guy. He was with a woman that looked about the same vibe as him, but there was another man with them that looked homeless. He had a really crazy look on his face, long tangled hair, and he was covered in grease, or some kind of dirt of some kind. The redneck guy asked my name, and I told him it was Amy, to which he then replied back with, I love Amy's. Why don't you shake my hand? Amy's not my real name, by the way, but unfortunately, I had told the man my real name. I reluctantly shook his hand as well, and he looked me up and down. His hand was black with grease, and I was really confused as to what was going on. The redneck guy keeps asking me a lot of personal questions, including where I'm from, if I was a student, and then after a minute or two, he asked me where I'm going. My jaw kind of dropped, and the woman smiled creepily, then saying, she's probably just going back to her apartment, right sweetie? And I just nervously laughed. At this point, I'm very obviously uncomfortable, and so I say I have to go and walk away. I put down all the stuff I was carrying in the store and immediately speed walk to the exit. As I was getting in my car, I see the woman leave the store from the other exit and stand by an SUV, all while pulling out her phone and making a call while looking at me. I got the fuck out of there, making sure that no one followed me. At first, I thought that I was just being paranoid, but no encounter has ever truly unsettled me like this one. Hey everyone, I hope you all enjoyed these stories. If you ever want to submit your own, you can do so at southerncannibal.com. Have a good night everyone, and remember, to always, stay on.